Hello and welcome back to another Friday favorite. We are counting down the top worship songs from the last 30 years, songs that have shaped our understanding of the character of God and have given us words to express our affection and worship to God. You may know some of these songs, so please share what your Friday favorite is, what your favorite worship song is of all time, and like this, share this with a friend. We are counting down from number 12 down to number one uh, over over this winter period. Well, today we're at number seven, and it's a beautiful song. Stunning. We often do it here in Father's house over Easter, but I wanted to give you a quick background, and then we're going to say, ask the question, what does this song teach us about God? Look at the application and sing it. Well, before I give you the song's name, number seven, the song was written by someone called Jenny Lee Riddle and first got some international exposure uh, through Gateway Worship and the worship uh, singer-songwriter Carrie Job. Well, in her 2009 album, the song was written just before that. Well, they wanted to record some song um, that captures the moment of looking up into heaven in a way, almost peeling back the curtain of eternity so that we can peek in to see what happens there in the throne room. So that is what the song is trying to do. So obviously we're going to be in the book of Revelation and very aptly number seven is Revelation Song by Carrie Job, as most of you might know it. So at number seven, we have Revelation Song. Well, what does Revelation Song teach us about the nature of God? Well, it's a powerful one. God is holy. God is holy. Let's read Revelation 4, verses 8 to 11. It says this, Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around. Even under its wings, day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures gave glory, honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne and and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fell down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, oh, can I just stop there? Isn't it amazing that when we get to heaven one day, it says he will crown us and we will receive a reward. But then even these elders, they take the rewards that they have been given and the crowns God gave them. And he lays, they lay them back down at the feet of Jesus. And they say, verse 11, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created, and have their being. Wow! I love this passage of Scripture. Well, we're saying that Revelation Song teaches us that God is holy. Do you know that no other word or attribute of God in all of the Bible, all of history, is raised to the third degree. So this is not only saying that he is holy, nor is he only holy, holy. He is holy, holy, holy. 
the greatest thing revealed about Jesus is not his love. It's not his beauty. It's not even his strength or creativity. The greatest revelation of Jesus is that he is holy. It is holiness that became a man. And his holiness that made his death on the cross an absolute injustice. It was his holiness that qualifies Jesus as the spotless lamb. It was not his creativity. It was not his beauty. It was not even his power that qualified him. It was his holiness that qualified him as a spotless, pure, and blameless lamb. What is the application here, Vincent? Well, I'm going to say this. True worship is to worship God in the beauty of his holiness. If we were only to worship God because he's creative or loving, I think we might end up only respecting him or possibly thinking he is cool or great. But it is his holiness that makes him worthy of praise and worship, adoration and affection. If God were not holy, he would not be worthy of billions and billions of people singing holy, holy, holy for billions and billions of years and all eternity. He would not be worthy to receive worship. That is what holiness is. He's set aside, firstly, and secondly, that he is worthy to receive honor. So when we worship, let his holiness take the central place of the reason we sing. That's the application. At the center of all the songs we sing, And all the music we make must be the holiness, the beauty of the holiness of Jesus Christ. Because it is that very reason that he qualifies to be the Lamb of God slain for us. Isn't it awesome? The song is called Revelation Song.
adore you yes Lord we come before you to bring you our adoration and praise because you alone are worthy to receive glory, honour and strength you are holy and we join in with the angels and the elders for all eternity who will sing holy, holy, holy are you May our life sing out to the holiness and the beauty of the holiness of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a wonderful weekend, Father's House. And join us next week again as we count down the top songs, worship songs of the last 30 years. This was number seven, Revelation song next week. Number six, cheerio.